Hey, Mostly Soccer Podcast listener. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the 39th episode of the Mostly Soccer Show. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what? I'm Jimmy Christmas. Jimmy Christmas? Jimmy Christmas, Jimmy Sleds, Jimmy Santa. You know what I was hoping you would say? Jimmy Bells. I'll give you... Oh, Jimmy Bells is a good one. <laughs> I like Jimmy Bells. I was going to say Jimmy Claus. Jimmy Claus. Oh, I like yeah. that too. I think Jimmy Bells is the favorite though. Oh, we Ooh, got a little washing little... machine action in the background yeah, there. That sounds Christmassy. I was going to say, you could, we could have sold that as a Christmas thing. <laughs> that should end every show. But Jimmy, as we prepare for Christmas, yes. we have so much work to do. We do. It's a busy season. It really is the busy season, especially for us. We may be the two busiest people outside of all the elves right now. <laughs> because we have to do one podcast a week. <laughs> and uh, It's a lot of work. Yeah, Surprisingly, it's, it's a lot of work, but at the same time, sometimes it feels like work, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know if you feel that I, way. I think that's put perfectly. I think, I think the commitment makes it feel like work sometimes, but I enjoy it every time oh, I do exactly. it. Oh, exactly. We, I couldn't be happier with what we do here. Yeah, um, I agree. I hope everybody listening feels the same way. <laughs> um, but let's not dilly-dally. We got a lot on the slate. We want to try to keep this... You 45 know, minutes 45 maximum. Minutes I got max. my timer going, Jimmy. We've been getting a little long-winded. I know. So we're trying to clean that up for you guys. We're making a New Year's Clear, commitment. Concise. Yes, this is our resolution. Yes, to have 45-minute episodes. Yes. But we can't do that if we bullshit nonstop, yes. So Jimmy. let's get rolling. So we're going to get right into the games because we have a lot of predictions to make at the end of this yeah. show. And we have uh, a few interesting games to recap. Yes. But we're going to start with the, the less interesting games mm-hmm. first. So brace yourselves. And I think we should start Friday, December 21st at Wolves. Yeah. Where Wolves went down nil to two to Liverpool with a goal from Mohamed Salah in the 18th minute. And then a Virgil van Dijk iced the game. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a tough one. Uh, Wolves, I think, you know, they showed well. They got a lot of shots. They looked a lot more competitive than United looked against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but in the end... Liverpool pretty clear, concise. There was a couple little nervy moments in the second half, but a very solid display, and I think a statement from Liverpool to show they're not gonna they're gonna try not to slip up. Continuous statements from Liverpool against smaller teams away from home. Mm-hmm. Still the only undefeated team in the Premier League, Jimmy, and they sit top of the table. How many points above City now? I believe it is four. four points. Right it's now. four points. the The total goes up week by right week, Jimmy. Right somehow. Away. We're not there yet, but Liverpool starting to look like there is going to be a very tight title race. Yes, indeed. But Jimmy, let's head over to West Ham, where West Ham went down another nil to two to Watford. And this was a tough one. Um, I don't know if you saw the Mikel Antonio literally blew two chances. He had a header that he put off the post and then it came back to him. And he put the ball sideways from in front of the goal. It was bad. This was a, a shock result, kind of, no? Statement from Watford. Yeah, seriously. Sean Anderson's Watford. Yes, of course. Um, they were supposed to be top of the table by now, according <laughs> to him. But I don't understand. West Ham, 
They have won so many games on the fly. They've been starting to really look good. They had their mojo for a little while, and then they lose at home by two to Watford. And Watford are a good team, don't get me wrong. But I think West Ham should be able to handle a team like that. I would agree. Or at least get a point. Exactly. Or be more competitive than they were. I mean, they had a lot of shots. They had the possession. They just could not put the ball in the net. It's tough. Um, go for your boy, too, Jerry D. Yeah, Jerry D looks good. I he have does. to say, He's every been time he plays. rhythm lately. He is uh, a very good player. You know, you don't just go to Barcelona for no reason. I think that was uh, kind of a shock move for him. He was probably surprised that he went to Barcelona for a little bit. <laughs> And now he's back. Well, where he, he did start there originally. That's where it all started. Then he yeah. left and back, and he's kind of been on an adventure. So maybe they'll buy him again next year. He's a journeyman. He move around again. All right, Jimmy. And now to the snooze fest at St. James Park. <laughs> a nil-nil draw between Newcastle and Fulham. You know, we had been doing really good without the nil-nils this year. I know. And then you know this one crept up on us. A Rafa Benitez, Claudio Ranieri, nil-nil draw. I did not expect that. Yeah, I mean, I think, to be honest with you, this is a positive step for Fulham to have a game where they didn't let the ball go in the back of the net. They're really falling behind now, though, at this point. I'm increasingly concerned for Fulham. I have told you my prediction is they're going... I told you, I think they're down. I think they will go down. I think I saw something today that um, only three teams in the history of the Premier League have escaped relegation after being 20th uh, and Christmas time comes around. Oh, boy. And, uh, I mean, they are only I'm, I'm concerned. four points away from safety right now, which, I mean, when you only have 10 points, though, four points looks like a giant yeah. step. So, But the thing is that they don't look good when they play. They don't. And uh, Ranieri, he started off hot, and now he's he's kind of came back down to earth after he won his first game. I'm, I'm very concerned for Fulham. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm picking them to go down. Um, but that's a good segue into our next game, Huddersfield-Southampton, two teams that... Uh, we're kind of in competition to go down, I think. But I think Southampton now, Jimmy, I think they're making me look like a fool. They are. They're now that they run. hired Hassenhuddle. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. He, the Hassenhuddle. Ralph, man. The second game in a row, three goals for Southampton. They beat Huddersfield 3-1. to one. Yeah, and Danny Ings, again, on the score sheet. Danny Ings is looking like this one of the, another great signing. We've seen some really fantastic signings this year. He's looking like another one. And, you know, I think he's fallen back into the level where he belongs. I think the step, the jump to Liverpool is a little too much for him. And I think he is a good player, and this is the perfect level for him. Is Hassan Huddle the savior of Southampton? It Maybe. certainly looks that it's way. It's looking that way. I mean, two Hassan games Huddle on the fly. Hassan Field. Yeah, oh, I mean, you can't. Well done. Uh, are we concerned for Huddersfield's safety in the Premier League yes. this year? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're right there with Fulham 10 points. Um, they don't score goals is their issue. That's the main um, thing. I mean, it, it, it's just catching up to them. They, they don't look as sound defensively as they were last year, and the inability to put the ball in the net is just... You know, I think it's going to be too much for them. Last year, I enjoyed watching Huddersfield play. Mm-hmm. They were kind of uh, a fight team, a yeah. scrappy team. And this year, I don't see that, that much from them. Yeah. I, I don't I agree with you. I don't think it's complacency. No, I, I think, just think it's they're just, just not good enough. I think that point. they, you know, you can you can hold off the 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 enemies for so long. Yeah. I think now <laughs> the gates are breaking down. I think that's what it is. Um, I do want to go on the record and say, Hassan Huddle has saved Southampton. I have this thing <laughs> up now after uh, I think what thirty episodes of me bashing yes. Southampton, saying they're going down for sure. This guy has won two games on the fly, uh, pretty convincingly playing. Very 
exciting football for Southampton, for a Southampton standard. Six goals too, right? Exactly. Three goals against Arsenal, yeah. three against Huddersfield. Yeah. I mean. So I'm I'm back in Southampton now to stay up. I think they'll probably finish fifteenth. Okay. All right. I don't know we'll if see that's about bold. that. We'll see. But next game we had uh, the Heartstring Derby: Bournemouth at home versus Brighton and Hove Albion. The Glen Murrays. The Glen Murrays. And the Glen Murrays went down hard, two uh, nil, and two goals from. Do you want to know why? David Brooks. You know why? Why? Because they didn't start Glenn Murray. Yeah, he is not getting playing time. Is he hurt? I don't understand. He was injured, which is what originally got him out of the lineup, but um, came off the bench in this one. Uh, stock Glenn Murray. You stock Glenn Murray, good things happen. I mean, you don't start him? Pretty obvious. David Brooks puts you to the sword. Is he still stuck at eight goals, Glenn Murray? I believe he, he is. I believe so, yeah. It's been a while since we've got to rant and rave about yes. Glenn Murray. But we, we haven't will, lost faith. We we believe it's, it, 2019 will be a great year for Glenn. 2019 is literally the year of Glenn Murray exactly. and uh, Pritchard. And I can't... Pritchard's on the Pritchard. come up, too. I can't wait for it. <laughs> Actually, 2018 was the year of Glenn Murray. Is eight goals is the, the highest total that he could ever achieve in one calendar year. JK. I don't want That's it. a joke, Jimmy. Doubt, That's a I don't joke. Doubt Glenn Murray ever. That's a joke. Uh, next game, kind of a joke too. Arsenal 3, Burnley 1. Joe Hart could not hold off the Arsenal, Jimmy. Mezzodozo back in the lineup. Um, kind of an odd lineup with Elneny in the side. Lichsteiner, no Bellerin. Uh, but Arsenal get it done, and they get it done pretty convincingly. Not much to take from this game. Yeah, um... Uh... Aubameyang started the game doing the kind of Aubameyang thing of not being able to finish and then had a beautiful second goal. His yeah. second goal was a rocket. First one was good, too. It was. The, side of the, the second one was more impressive, I thought. But he, uh, I mean, he's putting, he's getting the goals. League leader. Gonna, yeah, he's getting the goals. 12 I mean, goals. He's above Mo Salah now. You, you can't knock him. He's putting the ball he in the He was net. my predicted top goal scorer in the Premier League. Yes, he was. So I'm sticking to that prediction. But um, big takeaways from this game. Uh, Ozil back in the lineup looked mm-hmm. very good. He is a great creative spark. We know how I feel about Mesut Ozil. I love him. One of my favorite Arsenal players. But hasn't fit in very well under Unai Emery. I think that's going to change as we see Mkhitaryan uh, continue to be ineffective. And maybe that's harsh to say after he scores two goals against Southampton last mm-hmm. week. But, I mean, the quality of those goals yeah. is not really yeah. anything special. I think it's pretty clear who the better midfielder is in that position and that's Ozil so I think he's going to start working his way back into the team I wonder if Ozil starts versus Liverpool that will be interesting to see yeah I I, honestly I don't think it would be the best thing for Arsenal but we're not going to get in that game yet but I'll I'll tease that and say I have some reasons that I'll explain when we get to that next and um one other takeaway from this is Kolasinac Kolasinac is excellent um Arsenal do a lot of their attacking work through the left side of the field mm-hmm. and that's been Monreal in years past yeah, Monreal playing center back now yeah Maybe the solution well the problem. we have a lot of injury <laughs> issues uh, at that position so uh Kolasinac though he is at the heart of almost every attack from Arsenal and uh I think it's just his position mm-hmm. Arsenal like to play down the left wing mm-hmm. but very happy with the way he's been playing uh next game Jimmy Everton 2 Tottenham Hotspur, Ooh. six. Oh, they boy. dropped six on him. They dropped six on him at Goodison, Jimmy. How do you oh, feel boy. if you're an Everton fan? I'm guessing not very good. And by the way, you score first, and then you get six dropped yeah, on you. Yeah, and they almost scored two. They were close going up 2-0. 
And then Son Young-min with a beautiful one. He is incredible. And then it was just the gates, floodgates open. Floodgates were open. Harry Kane got two. Son got two. Erickson got one. Deli Ali. Deli Ali got one. And Theo Walcott, his opener, couldn't suffice. And neither yes. could a Gilfie Sigurdsson goal. I mean, Tottenham are legit, Jimmy. They are. Two um, points behind City at this point? Yes, they are. Um, Tottenham looking very dangerous. I mean, they... Uh, this has been a weird kind of year for them. I mean, this is, like we said, their best start in their history. Now, you know, two points off second, um, six points off the lead. I'd say they were in the title. They're fighting to get in that title race. I mean, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people we've heard all year talk about Chelsea being the third team. I think yeah. it, it's looking increasingly likely that Tottenham are the third team that could sneak into the title race. They are race. super hot right now, and I think that has a lot to do with um, Sun. I yes. think we both think that. And with that... He will be leaving. That's what I was just going to say. For a part of January. Which... They don't know how long he's going to be gone for on international yeah, duty. Yeah, it depends on how far the team goes. He and... leaves uh, January 13th, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah, after the United game, right? Yes, I believe yeah. that's his last one. So I wonder how they're going to be without him because... He's become a it, big, it, yes, big part exactly. of the team. And I think we've always been... We've talked for a while how big of fans we are of him. It's good to see him finally... like solidifying the starting place that it looked like forever he had to keep fighting for in mm-hmm. and out of the lineup. So that will be interesting to see how they run without him. Chance for Lucas to get back rolling again like he was at the beginning of the year, I guess. Yeah, and I think, obviously, Delhi has been really hot lately. Mm-hmm. Erickson has Erickson's come back. been, yeah, coming on now. He looks healthy again. And Harry Kane scoring goals, too. Yes. <laughs> I think Harry Kane has, like, Double-digit goals now at this point, Yeah, right? I mean, he's he's heated up the last—he's been heating up. It's just, put it that we're, way. we're used to more from Harry Kane. It, it seems like from him, we've gotten, like, a hat-trick game. And yeah, then, I mean, he has 11 goals now. Yeah. Um, he's not just, quite a Bobby Yang good, but he's been good. <laughs> yeah, he's turned it on. But I'm, um, I'm backing a three-horse race for the title now at this point. I think it'll more closely be Liverpool and City. But I think Tottenham are going to be knocking on the door. I don't think they're going to fall six points behind second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe when the Champions League fixtures come around, they'll struggle again or injuries. I don't know. They're an interesting team. It will be interesting to see. I think we got to see what happens when Sun's gone and see how they perform that. They're a team that I want to like, and then when they play Arsenal. <laughs> like I, I never really felt the rivalry up until this year, mm-hmm. uh, like the intensity of it. You know, I've yeah. been uh, – I've. I'm not afraid to say I've been a closet Tottenham fan for a little while, but it's a weird, it's a weird, right? Thing. It's it's a weird thing. Duality. I think that's an only thing. That's a thing that you can only do as an American soccer fan. <laughs> you can't do that if you live there. But after the, um, it was this week that they played in the uh, Carabao Cup. Yes, and yeah. Tottenham won two nil. I didn't get to watch the game because I don't watch things illegally. Tottenham like players seem to celebrate that quite. Deli Ali was thing. making. That's uh, the thing he, that really. Well, Deli Ali got off. hit with a water bottle. I understood that. Yeah. <laughs> I understood that. He got hit with a water bottle from uh, a terrible Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. Now, what a throw, though, huh? <laughs> to hit Deli right in the head. I mean, that's a snipe. Um, but the way that they're celebrating the Carabao Cup win, it's a little bit different than a right league game, Carabao right? Cup. I'm I'm just saying it's the Carabao uh, yeah. Cup. I mean, it is. If it is. you want to shit on the Europa League, we yeah. can certainly shit on the Carabao <laughs> yes, Cup, right? That's fair. That's fair. But like, one thing that really got to me was uh, not even the Delhi playing the two zero up. It was the Harry tweet, Kane, the tweet, the dumbass Harry Kane tweet from 17 days prior when Arsenal beat Tottenham. 
and Pierce Morgan, me, who is an asshole. Hold on, yeah, hold that's on. what I was gonna say. Pierce Morgan is an asshole. But he tweets ever... at Harry Kane, and he <laughs> says, "Like, how are you feeling?" Harry Kane replies, 17 days later, he was stewing over this for 17 <laughs> fucking days, and Harry Kane was like, "Oh, fine?" Question mark. It's like Harry Kane, shut your mouth, you buffoon. You just won a game in the Carabao Cup. Everyone, chill out. You got waxed when you played in the league, and you did nothing. I think that's fair. Um, I, that's fair. I was going to say, never take Pierce Morgan's side on anything. It's never a good No, I, and I don't. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I agree. That was a little ridiculous. I saw that as well. Um, but I think we got to move on. They, Tottenham yeah. look good. They look good, and I'm, uh, I'm concerned about them. Yes. But what's the next game that we have on the agenda, Jimmy? Do you want to go to United or do you want to I go to I think we City? should go to – actually, I think we should go to the Chelsea game. Oh, okay. And talk about a team – as we're talking about Tottenham <clears throat> coming on – Chelsea, outside of their city win, two they've losses out of three. Yeah, yeah, they've been kind of out of it. And um, Leicester, 1-0. Jamie Vardy. You know, he's doing thing. it. He's doing his thing. Jamie Vardy on the counterattack goal. Blast at home. Uh, Leicester City had 28% possession. Yes. and Chelsea uh, had 17 shots as well. To yeah. eight. And I think um, this solidifies with something we talked about before is – the need for a striker at Chelsea. So Hazard played up top again. Mm-hmm. He's less effective as the striker. May, I think mainly just a lot of it is due to his size and his stature. Doesn't suit his style of play. He's more effective on the wing. They need to find a real number nine if they're going to challenge for the league. That's my. That's opinion. a tough thing. Like who? Who is your thought that would actually be a realistic I tell you who idea? I have. I have the. I think the perfect. Player I have for a that. player in my mind too. Um, he's someone you don't want to trust with your wife. It's Mauro Icardi. Icardi? Wow, you Mauro think Icardi, Icardi would go there? I think he would be the perfect striker for Chelsea. Because he mm. is, he's that fox in the box. He's just a pure goal scorer, which is what they need. I think Icardi is a dream signing for yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, well, I'm saying, it is Chelsea we're talking about. This is, a, yeah. it's not like we're talking about a small, this is a I think massive that could be, team that's realistic. with a massive payroll. Yeah. That's where I think they should be looking. I, I think a realistic one is another Argentine. I think Higuain could be a possibility for that team. That would be interesting. And I thought I saw something linking him to there, but I think that he would be a good fit. <laughs> I think we hate on Higuain a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I don't know why we hate on Higuain. I think just because he always does Argentina dirty in the World <laughs> Cup. But I think that'd be a good fit. I think anything's better than Murata at this point. Yeah. And I was a huge Murata fan <laughs> before he went to Chelsea. So I'm I'm sad about that yeah. still. But I think long-term, Icardi would be solve a lot of the problems there. Yes, I agree. I think he's a perfect player for the Premier League, too, because he's a, just rough. And a perfect player for them. It gives them what they need, what mm-hmm. they've lost with Diego Costa. Being yeah. I, I just think that that's the perfect fit. Maybe they should just bring Diego Costa back. He was <laughs> What a personality on that guy. And he, he was very... Very good for Chelsea. He was. And he's struggling a little bit now back at Atletico. Mm. So, you know, never know. They keep swapping him around. He leaves and comes back. You never know. All right, Jimmy. Uh, So, Chelsea, where where do you think they finish before we move on? I still think Chelsea will finish fourth. Um, So, your top of the table is? My top four is City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. Wow. In that order. Two. I okay. still believe in City. I'm not giving up. Um, you think Chelsea I, I are going to finish above Arsenal? That's what I was going to tell you. I think in the end, Chelsea will finish above Arsenal. I think it's going to be close. I really think it's going to be close. But I just think in the big games, Chelsea scares me more than Arsenal. Maybe it's just because having seen them beat City. Yeah. But I think that they have a better shot to win those big matches. It's going to be close. 
I don't know. I think I, I obviously have Arsenal above them. I don't know if uh, Chelsea are going to be able to hang in the top four this year because it, it, they they've been getting beat by not very good teams. Wolves yeah. and Leicester beat them. I guess mm-hmm. you could say the same about Arsenal. Though. Yeah, I mean it's going to be between. I think the top three is solidified. I, I don't expect. I don't know that if, to change. Like I was just saying that Tottenham are going to be in the title race, um, but I could see Arsenal or Chelsea getting to that third. Place I just think too. Tottenham are top to bottom a better team than Chelsea and Arsenal right now talent wise which is surprising to say considering the the fact that both Chelsea and Arsenal spent drastic amounts more money than Tottenham have but I just think they're better like they're starting 11s Tottenham are hot and cold though that's my issue with them they are but I just think I don't know I in my opinion I just think they have a better starting I think Arsenal could get up to that third place maybe I'm just being hopeful but um Cardiff won Manchester United 5 under their new manager. Ola Gunnar Skolshire. Skolshire? Not Skolshire. Skolshire. No, it's not. Ola Gunnar Solshire. Ola Gunnar Solshire. Solshire. No. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. Yes, we can't pronounce it. Skolshire Farm. Go me. <laughs> That's our ad. Um, but yeah, pretty convincing win for United. They score five yes. for the first time since Alex Ferguson's last game as yes. their manager, Jimmy. Uh, and I feel like that's so ironic that it, it was that. And uh, it was impressive. I do want to say it's almost like when you play your best players, <laughs> good things happen. I, I, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. And I mean, they were in complete control yeah. this entire game. And granted, we do. it does come with a great result. It is Cardiff. Yeah. And Cardiff have spent the season getting plastered by teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but you can't ask for much better. No. What are you taking away from this, though? Are you saying United are now back, or are you a little bit more conservative than that? I don't think they're back. I, I don't think they. I still don't think they actually challenge for top four. I think they'll get. Closer. I think they're too far behind. That's. I think they'll get closer, but I don't think they'll. I. I think that the five teams ahead of them are five better teams than them. Yeah. But I think that they will at least be far more competitive, and I'd be more threatened by them in big games. Like, when they yeah. play City again, when they play Liverpool again, I think they're going to have a much better shot to cause damage. Because I think they just, now at this point, it's like, all right, we got rid of the boring manager yep. that no one liked. Now let's just try and yeah, have fun. And the thing is, uh, the interim manager, as I'm going to call him yeah. since we can't pronounce the name correctly, is there strictly for the rest of the season. Yeah. There's no, I don't think he has any beliefs that he's going to get the job long term. Um, so I think there's no reason to play scared. What if he and I brings think that's them, what this team needs. What if he brings them to top four? Does he get the job? He might. But I mean, I think he's. I think that the way they're approaching it is just go out there and play your best players, play fun, play yep. attractive. And if they do that, I think that's the best thing they can do right now. And that'll help them figure out the players that should stay and who should go when the new manager inevitably does come in. I wonder if they make any signings in January. Uh, I don't think... <sighs> Maybe that's hard. I'd be surprised. What do you do with? They should manager? bring in maybe a, maybe a loan or a loan option to buy. Maybe yeah. it's a move because I do think they need some help in central defense. Oh, badly. So I could see that, but outside of that, I don't expect any big signings. I think their biggest move will be hanging on to Pogba. Yeah. In January, so which I think they will, but I think that will be their biggest thing, and I think that's why they made this move now was to avoid another transfer window with Jose. Yeah. So, but. I Things think can only get better, right? Yes, and on that, I think it's time we move on. If we're going to try to keep our timing somewhat good, we've been dilly-dallying around this one. Crystal Palace 3, Manchester City 2. Oh, yeah. This this one hurt. This really hurt. 
Can I say something? You can talk first because I don't even know what to say. Convincing win from Crystal Palace, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Uh, I think that they were the better team, especially at the Etihad. That says a lot. Yeah. Manchester so, City, what's what's the mentality like? That's what I question. I don't know if they can come from behind. I mean, they've done it this year in games. They've come from behind. It was just... This was... It was like a shell shock. I mean, City score first off a very nice play. Gundogan goal. And it seemed like your 5-0 yeah, prediction might like come true. it looked like everything was kind of going to go nice and smoothly. Yep. And then, Jeffrey Schlopp. Schlopp. With a just weird goal. A poor weird, defense like, easy from, goal. Poor defense from Kyle Walker. It's yeah. like everybody was paying That was, was kind of the story attention. of the game. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> um Poor, really poor defense there, and it's just very disappointing there. And then Andre Andros, excuse me, two minutes later, Townsend with goal of the a worldy, a literal goal of the season. Yes. I think that's a very good contender. For that was incredible. A smash from if you haven't seen that, out. please please look know. that up. And Top then, ends, yeah. Then you know we go to half. City don't make changes at half because Pep never makes changes at half. Uh, but he has He's no De Bruyne and uh, Aguero warming up right away. You know they're coming on. Um, but before any of that can happen, penalty. Um, Kyle Walker makes a completely unnecessary rash challenge on Max Meyer, I believe. I don't know why. I don't know what he was doing. It's just typical it, Kyle Walker is what it is. Kyle Walker, we saw it for England a little mm, bit, and we've seen it from time to time with City. If he's having a bad day, he has yes, a very bad day. He doesn't have normal bad days. He has extraordinarily bad days. And weirdly, this season, it's becoming you're seeing it more and more frequently. I think mm. it's just... So, Danilo's been out most of the season. He's been injured. So, Walker hasn't had much rest at all. Mm-hmm. And I think it's catching up to him after the World Cup year. And I think that what City need right now is actually to get Danilo into the team and get Walker some rest. Hmm. Um, I still want to see Walker play on the big game we're going to get to January 3rd. Yep. But I think the next two matches, I don't think he should be anywhere near the lineup. I think maybe even don't put him on the bench because you'll be wow. tempted to bring him on sometimes. And I, I, I think he needs a rest. He doesn't look great. Um, but uh, Milivojevic puts the penalty away. Yep, your boy. You can't pronounce his name. Yes, I thought that was okay good. There. No, that was good. Um, <laughs> City get they get back into the game from here. Yeah, but it was the opposite of the usual City style of play. It was a lot of crosses into the box, which doesn't suit City's players, as mm-hmm. the majority of them are short. Yeah. Um, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin hit De Bruyne a cross, comes on. Kevin a cross De Bruyne. Shot. Is, yeah, cross shot. A beautiful one into yeah. the top corner. Gives and from there, City looked good and they, they challenged. looked like they were going to tie. And they had two chances to tie it with Laporte and Jesus both having open headers that I think yeah. both of them would Jesus, like to have The back Jesus one was specifically, very bad. yeah. And that was created by De Bruyne again, who did look. He was a little sloppy when he first came on, but again, the difference having him in the midfield makes for City is showed there. Yeah. Um, this was a weak lineup to begin with. John Stones playing as central defensive mid. Um, I think my biggest takeaways from this game was one, the Kyle Walker, two, Bernardo Silver's kind of dipped in form uh, lately, which is probably, I guess, good timing in a sense that it, you can swap De Bruyne in there. But he was a big, big part of when City were flying this season, and mm-hmm. he's a little. I think he's tired as well. He hasn't had much rest at all. He's played most of the games as well. So I think you know the injuries having De Bruyne out, Gundogan's been out for a while. Right now, Fernandinho's out. 
City, as I've said over and over and over again, need some help in the center midfield, specifically as a defensive mid. I think they need to get that in January. But uh, I am a, I'm not worried. Um, are you as confident that City? I'm not as confident. I'm not as confident. I'm not worried though. I just think that you know, City really need to. They got to get it going. Yeah. They really need to get it going now. Um, this is the tough part of the year. Yeah, I mean, this is when you really show your worth as a team. Right now, four points back is fine. But because you don't want to end up Liverpool. seven or eight points back yeah. in the next couple so of weeks. So I don't want to make a prediction for this because that'll be for next week's show. But uh, you spoke about Liverpool and City. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen in that game? Do you think City get a win? I uh, hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I think De Bruyne being back makes a big difference. And City did outplay Liverpool pretty clearly last time they played. Is that they game at Anfield or is it at no, the Etihad? No, it's at the Etihad. They, ah. So they got the draw at Anfield, which was big. So I think that, that plays in the City's favor. We'll see. I don't want to get so into I know. that too So much, I'm so. asking, if City lose this game uh, against Liverpool, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts for the title chance? Is it over? It, it's not over, Snow. It's not over? Okay. It's not over, but at that point, it's... You got to plan to win out is yeah. the way I look at it at that point. All right. Now I think it's a good time, Jimmy, to thank our great sponsors at Revival Brewing Company, located at 505 Atwood Avenue, Cranston, Rhode Island, 02920. Delicious beer. And what's located at that location? There's something that we have to tell everybody about. The most amazing thing. It makes me want to do this, Jimmy. I, My I, favorite I, I noise really into the microphone. The tasting room, Jimmy. The tasting room at Revival Brewing Company, you go into the basement, you get to see how the beer is made, you get a full bar filled with Revival beverages, and you get arcade games, and sometimes they give you those arcade games for free. Ooh. As I said last week, can't beat that. free ski ball What's better than Revival beer, free ski ball Tell me one thing that's better. I can't. Go I ahead. don't think I can. I go really ahead, don't think I can. We'll Maybe. wait until you can think of it. Yeah, give me a little time. Maybe Christmas? <laughs> what Maybe about Christmas? Christmas? Wrong. No? A Glen Murray goal, maybe. That's true. That should be the new slogan. Revival Brewing Company, the second best thing to a Glen Murray goal. <laughs> I think we should pitch that to them, see how uh, it goes. All right. So, Jimmy, I think that's a great advertisement. I do, too. Now we should get into the fun stuff. Yes. A segment that you wanted to bring on, so yes. I'll let you take it away. So, we wanted to do something a little Christmassy, a little wild. And I thought, what's better... The Jimmy Claus and Michael Claus giving out gifts for the holiday season. So we have gifts for the soccer football world. Basically things that we would like to see happen. That's so look at it that way. Michael always has to he cuts through the fun part and tries All to right. make it so direct. But the way I see it is these are gifts we want to give. And I'll start it off first and say my number one gift that I want to put under somebody's tree mm-hmm. is a Miss Eddie Howe. I want to give him a nice Tottenham Hotspur tie. Because he's going to need it next year when he's the manager of Tottenham. Jimmy, we, we're trying to keep this to 45 minutes, and you want to drop that bomb on I'm me. dropping that. I will ride that horse so, until it's dead. So your prediction is still standing. Pochettino to United. Yes. Eddie Howe to Tottenham. Yes. And he's going to need. He's going to have a nice title wear that I gave him. <sighs> I think that's a bold prediction. Pochettino is very noncommittal, as we talked about last time. Yes. Uh, about going to United. He... So I don't concern myself with the issues of other clubs. But I have a good gift, Jimmy. What is Something that? that also might be unrealistic. <laughs> you know what I want to do? What do you want? I want to wrap it up in a little bow, a little card to Usman Dembele. 
I want to send him a plane ticket to London. Oh. And I want to give him a tour. A tour of the Emirates. But I want his best friend Aubameyang to be there. And Socrates and Mkhitaryan. And all his buddies from Arsenal. I want them to take him out. And I want him to show him around North London. And show him why it's so great. Show him around. That's my gift to him. A plane ticket. I love it. And I have a I have a gift that kind of is similar to that, so I'll roll to this one. Mm-hmm. I get a grift for a good American, good old American boy, Christian oh, Pulisic. No. I want to give him a packet which says best places to visit in London, because I have a feeling he's going to need this come the summer oh. when he joins Chelsea. You think Chelsea's happening? Or Tottenham. I think he's going to one of those places. Maybe Liverpool. I know they think Liverpool, but I think Chelsea's the most likely. Arsenal need wingers. Yeah, I could see that too. But either way, I think he's going to be in England, specifically in London. So I want to give him a nice little tourist guide to the city. I like that. I have a good one. You know what I want to give to Hector Bellerin? What do you want to give? I want to give him a pair of scissors. (laughs) No, an envelope full of cash because I want him to be my personal stylist, Jimmy. Oh, have God. you seen his outfits? Uh, yeah, have and you I seen think him? you should give him absolute an envelope of cash so he can go buy new outfits. Because no. apparently his optional salary is not enough to have actual normal clothes. That man is a fashion mogul, <laughs> and my gift to him is cash to buy me a gift. Thoughts? Thoughts? Bad. <laughs> I don't Bad think he gift. needs that. I don't think he needs cash. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> but I'll tell you what somebody does need. Mm-hmm. This is for my, my good friend, Mr. Fernandinho. I want to give him a nice massaging chair because we need to get him nice and rested and fit because if City do not bring in someone in January, he's going to need to play every single game because we saw what happens the one game where he doesn't play. Disaster. Disaster. So someone needs to give him a nice chair, treat him like the king he is. You want to give him a spa day, essentially. Yeah, that's perfect. Not even the chair. We'll give him a trip to the spa, like like in Iceland, like a, <laughs> a, a blue lagoon. Yes, exactly. That's what he needs. Something to refresh and be ready for the rest of the season. All right, Jimmy. My last gift is going to be in a big box. It's going to come with beautiful white wrapping paper. Oh, I like this. He opens it. Mm-hmm. Who is opening it? Oh, you'll know. It's a big jacket. Goes down oh, to no. your shins. Oh, no. It's a Real Madrid bench jacket. Oh, boy. For AW, oh, Arsene Wenger. I want this man at Real Madrid come January. And I think something like that is happening. Maybe not Madrid. Maybe AC Milan. What about... But what I want to see a big jacket. What about a Bayern Munich one? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think he'll go there. Uh, I think AC Milan is the more likely one since he's already been linked to them pretty heavily. I just... I'll say this much. That's what oh, I think. My God, there's a spider on me, Jimmy. Oh God! I just fucking murked the spider on the podcast. I felt it crawling on my leg. I thought it was a leaf. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> there goes us making forty-five Look minutes. At this motherfucker! <laughs> Is he not dead? He's back. No, he's dead. The zombie spider. I just fucking curb stomped his life. <laughs> Good lord! That was. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm not cutting that. No, leave it. Oh my god! I oh felt my it. God. I went to. I like thought it was a leaf, so I like pushed it, and I felt it crawl. Oh god! Oh. This basement is a prison. <laughs> I fucking quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What were we talking about? Arson. Arson uh, Wenger. Fuck Arson Wenger. I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> He's too rattled. I'm absolutely rattled. 
He's going to AC Milan. I'd like to see him at Real Madrid because I want to see him win the championship. I just, League. I think it would be a gift to all to bring Arson back. That's all I care yep. about. I can't believe a spider just crawled on me. <laughs> um, anyways, so spiders from Ireland coming back to oh get revenge. I'm plagued with spiders. <laughs> but what we should do is get into the predictions yes. because we're going to be making two weeks worth of yeah. predictions, Jimmy. And you know what? With how bad we've been, we might need two weeks' worth just to yeah. get some right. Our friend Gavin has let us know how poorly yeah. we've been doing with these predictions. We haven't gotten one right uh, <laughs> as far as exact score. We've gotten games correct. Yeah, we're, we're struggling. But we're doing poor. Um, one thing I want to mention, uh, I don't know if you saw the NBC Sports Predictor app. I did. I actually so was going to talk about I downloaded this. that, and uh, I think it's a pretty cool prospect. They give you five of the major games of mm-hmm. the week from the Premier League. And uh, if you pick the score correctly, uh, you can win cash. And I think if you guess all five games correctly, mm-hmm. uh, exact score, you split $50,000 with whoever else did that. So uh, I'll be rich, and uh, maybe we can afford to go somewhere where spiders aren't crawling on my legs yes. during the podcast. That, that would be nice. I can't believe that shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jimmy, let's pull up the games, yes. and let's get into our predictions because we got And as you do give. that, I will say... As we were talking about our friend Gavin, who gives us our scores. Oh, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Luton Town. Yeah. Hottest team, last 10 matches. In Europe. Hottest team in Europe, yes, right? Yes, they're on the come up. I guess so. That's maybe all I we'll, got to say. Maybe on the we'll come be up. able to talk about them uh, in the Premier League Soon in the next enough. few years of our podcast. Soon enough. All right, Jimmy. So after Christmas, we get into the Boxing Day, the, festi- the festive, 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 not festive fixtures. Uh, Wednesday, December 26th, we start at 7.30 a.m. With Fulham at home at Craven Cottage versus Wolves. Who do you have, Jimmy? I have the Wolves. Three to one. Ah, Do Fulham get it back on Christmas? Is it a past Christmas miracle? A Boxing Day miracle? No. They lose <laughs> They lose one to two to Wolves, unfortunately. Uh, next game, Burnley at home versus Everton. I have Everton recovering from there. Spanking yeah. that they got from Tottenham. Bare bottom spanking. I think it's their turn to give a spanking mm, to Burnley. To old Joe I have Hart. Three nil to Everton. I'll go. I'll go. One, ah, two, three. Uh, Everton. I'm not going to give Burnley a win, but I think okay. that they're going to score some goals, especially after Everton gave up six today. <laughs> they can give up some goals. Uh, Crystal Palace at home versus Cardiff. Crystal Palace coming off their biggest win of the season, oh, 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 oh. playing Cardiff, and I think Crystal Palace stay hot. I have 2-0, Crystal Palace. I'll go 2-1 here, Palace. Leicester City at home versus Manchester City, coming off their big win at Chelsea. Yeah, I think um, I think City bounce back. I have a 3-1 City win. I'm going to go a nervy 3-2 win for City. It's not going to be easy. Next game, we have Liverpool also at 10 a.m. versus Newcastle. Yes. Can Rafa do me a favor? I don't think he can. No. I have Liverpool 2-0. I got 3-0 here. I think this is an easy one for Liverpool, especially because Newcastle never score, so they can't put pressure on teams. That does make it harder if you don't score. Yeah. Uh, maybe another easy one. Uh, United at home versus Huddersfield. I have this one as a 2-1 United win. Hmm. I'll, I'll go 3-1. I'll go three one. I think Huddersfield will get one, but I think pretty uh, easy fixtures for the new manager there. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of why he's been brought in. Yeah. In addition to the avoiding the transfer window with Jose. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham at home versus Bournemouth. That's a good game. That is. I have. I want to. 
I'm going to go with it. 2-2. Two, two. That's going to be my score too, Jimmy. I'm also going to draw here. 2-2. Two, two, I think that's fair. Oh, next one. A game that I'm very concerned about, Jimmy. At 12-15, we have Brighton at home at the Amex, the Fortress, versus the Arsenal. I have 2-0 to the Arsenal. I got 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, a nervy 2-1. It's going to be 1-1. One, one, and then the 89th, Lucas Torreya scores. Ooh, Lucas. That's right. Uh, Watford at home versus Chelsea. I think Chelsea bounced back. Um, I have this one as 3-0 Chelsea. I also like that you continue mm. to look at the spider as if his family is coming to I, get revenge. I can't revenge. stop looking. I just can't even believe it. I'm still, <laughs> my brain is absolutely rattled. Uh, 2-2. I think Chelsea are going to tie this one away. Mm, we'll uh, then on Thursday, we have one game. For some reason, it's Southampton versus West Ham. <laughs> For some reason, that game needs to be on that Thursday. What do you got? I have 1-0 West Ham. I got 1-1. Okay. Hassan Huddle keeps the win streak alive. <laughs> not the win well, streak, the, the unbeaten streak. The undefeated streak, yeah. Um, all right, then we go to Saturday, December 29th. We have at 10 a.m., Brighton at home versus Everton. I have a 2-1 Brighton win. I was also going to go Brighton here. In the 83rd minute. I'll go 3-1 Brighton. Ooh. Yeah, I'll go 3-1. Ooh. I think Glenn Murray gets two. Everton are uh, leaking goals. <laughs> Fulham at home versus Huddersfield. I have this one. This is uh, <laughs> one. No, nil, 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 nil. Mm, I'm going Fulham here. I think 2-1 Fulham. I think this is a huge game for Fulham, and I think they know that they need to win at home. You know what? No, I'm going with you. I changed my mind. Oh, all 2-0 right. 2-0 Fulham. All right, Gavin. We, you, Gavin's yeah, got his Gavin, work cut out for him. There. Two weeks of games. Fulham. And uh, now you're changing the predictions on him. Then we have Leicester City at home versus Cardiff. I'm going to go 2-0 Leicester City. All right. Um, uh, 2-1. I think Leicester win too. I, I I don't know if Cardiff is going to get a win during this period of time. <laughs> uh, Spurs at home versus Wolves. Three to one Spurs. Tottenham have interesting matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bournemouth and Wolves. Some tough ones. They're like they're games that could lull you to sleep, where you don't think the opponent's good enough, and then they come out and punch you in the mouth. I think at home Tottenham will win. I'll go two one. Next game we have Watford at home versus Newcastle. I'm gonna go one nil Newcastle. Hmm. Uh I'll go two nil Watford. I don't think Newcastle are gonna do it. Uh and then also on Saturday at twelve thirty we have the big one. We have Liverpool yes. at home at Anfield versus the Arsenal. This is a this is a good one. It's an so interesting we, one for sure. Um we watched the last Liverpool Arsenal game together. Mm-hmm. A game which I think Arsenal pretty clearly dominated Liverpool. They were the better team, and, and they got a draw. Yeah, and that's for – I want Arsenal to win this game. Yeah, me too. But I don't see it. I'm going to go 3-1 Liverpool. No, I'm not doing that. I'm <laughs> definitely not doing that. Uh, I think it makes it a lot more difficult that it's at Anfield. I also think that when Arsenal played Liverpool before, it looked like they were very likely that they were going to lose during that period. And they uh, weathered the storm – I'm still going to pick Arsenal. I'm going to go 2-1 to one Arsenal. I, hope you I don't know if that's naive. Uh, I think it could very easily go the other way, as you put it, 3-1. But I'm going to back the Arsenal. I think 2-1. I will say this. Um, 
I'm very interested to see what the Arsenal lineup is. This is what I was talking about before. Just the, the center back situation is is horrible. concerning. Uh, and the other thing is, I don't think you should play Ozil in this matchup. Mm-hmm. Ozil gets a bad rep for being a lazy player, when in reality he's not a lazy player. But he is not a pressing player. That's not yeah. his strength. Liverpool press the hell out of everyone. And I think we've seen kind of, you know, the way to sometimes deal with that is you have to counter-press back at them. And I don't think Ozil's the best player for that. I don't think Mkhitaryan is either. I'd almost like to see neither one of them in the lineup <sighs> and go with an El Nenny, mm, Torreya, oh. and Gunduzi and Shaka, all four of them in there. Just shut it down as much as you can. I don't know. Which, it, it would make it a very interesting kind of different approach for Arsenal, kind of like a 4-4-1 type of style. I think I'd like to see Ozil start, and then if we find that he's not doing anything... 4-4-2, excuse me. <laughs> uh, if we find that he's not doing anything, just take him out at halftime. I know Emery's not afraid to do that. But next game, we have Crystal Palace on Sunday morning versus Chelsea. Yes. Palace are at home. Uh, I don't think Palace pull another big upset here. I think this Chelsea, I'm going to have Chelsea 2-0. I got 3-1 Chelsea here. I think convincing for Chelsea. Uh, next game, 9-15, Burnley at home versus West Ham. Um, I think I have a 2-2 draw here. I, these, are, these are the games that West Ham don't win for whatever reason. I got I got 2-1 West Ham. Southampton at home versus Manchester City. Ooh. Um, Spooky, Jimmy. This is Now, keep in mind, this is the City match before the Liverpool one. Yep. So I, I'm worried, you know, looking forward... But I'm not scared of Southampton in the slightest. Not um, even with the Hassan huddle. Yes, even with the Hassan huddle. <laughs> I have a 4-0 City. Whoa, win. easy boy. Uh, <laughs> I'll go 2-0 City. I'm going to ah. say this. I have Phil Foden yeah. getting his first Premier League goal in this game. All right, fine. Been getting in the lineup lately, looking good when he's played. So I'm excited about that. I think he will get some time and can score in this one. All right. Uh, and the last game we have is Manchester United at home versus Bournemouth. Probably their biggest test under their new manager. Yeah, and I um, I think I am going to give Bournemouth. I love Bournemouth. I picked them. They, they seem to kind of let me down most of the time I pick them, but I'm going to go 2-2. That was going to be my score. So I, I think United, this is where their streak, it doesn't end because they don't lose, but yeah. I don't think they win this one. I'm going to go 2-2 as well. But, Jimmy, that's our show. Yes. We're running very close on time. We probably we went at? over a little bit. I think bit. we might have went over. We're at 46. Oh, we're damn close. Not including the theme song. All right. Well, let's not, let's not All right. I'm gonna dilly-dally. Do it I'm going to do, do it, it quick. Go get them. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at SoccerMostly. Email us at MostlySoccerShow at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday uh, due to the massive amounts of fixtures during yes. this time. Jimmy, anything else that you want to add? All I want to say is, as we said, Thanksgiving Thank you so much for listening. That's the best Christmas gift we could have got. Except one more Christmas gift. Please leave us five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. Thank you. Happy holidays. We'll see you Sunday. Merry Christmas.